Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, Sydney's COVID fears the race to find the missing link as mask restrictions are brought back. Border changes, South Australia steps up, shutting out some Sydney residents who the new rules affect. Horrific scene, multiple pedestrians hit by a truck in Melbourne, the driver arrested overnight. And extraordinary scenes as Jared Hayne is sent to jail for rape, three to five years in prison, supporters lash out. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. There are fears coronavirus cases are going undetected in New South Wales as health authorities race to work out how a man tested positive. Genomic testing has matched his case with a returned traveller from the US who arrived on April 26th, tested positive two days later and is still in medical quarantine in Sydney. What we're concerned about is that there's a missing link. We can't find any direct link between our case. So what we're concerned about is that there is another person that is yet unidentified. The two local cases have prompted new restrictions across Greater Sydney until Monday, including mandatory mask wearing in all public indoor spaces and home gatherings limited to 20 people. South Australia has become the first state to shut its borders to some New South Wales residents. From midnight last night, people who visited COVID exposure sites are not allowed to enter South Australia, while anyone planning to head to Queensland or who is already there and has been to those same venues will have to enter hotel quarantine from today. And as a result of the outbreak, New Zealand has temporarily suspended the travel bubble with New South Wales. The AstraZeneca vaccine has now been linked to five new cases of a rare blood clotting disorder. With ages ranging from 51 to 74, all patients have been treated in hospital. The Therapeutic Goods Administration insists the benefits of the vaccine still outweigh the risks. A lot of these people did have other serious conditions, but there's not a common thread. There have now been 11 blood clot cases in Australia since vaccinations began, with one death reported. Australian cricketers, coaches and commentators have safely fled COVID-ravaged India on a charter flight to the Maldives. Let's go live now to political reporter Olivia Leeming in Canberra. Good morning, Olivia. How many people were on the flight? 
Good morning, Jody. A group of 30 Australians have been flown out of India to the Maldives, where they'll remain until the travel ban lifts, hopefully next Saturday, including David Warner, Steve Smith, Pat Cummins and Ricky Ponting. Though cricket great Mike Hussey remains in India in hotel quarantine after testing positive for coronavirus. This photo shows commentators Nerali Meadows and Brett Lee on the flight out of India, though hoping to leave the Maldives as quickly as possible and fly home to Australia overnight. A suspected bomb blast in the Maldives has left the former president, Mohammad Nasheed, injured along with at least one other person. Cabinet's National Security Committee has agreed to resume repatriation flights from India from May 15, a relief for some 9,000 Australians still stranded. Speaking from London, the Foreign Minister Maurice Payne reassuring Australians the ban will be lifted. Based on the advice that we have at this point, uh, we fully expect it not to be extended beyond that date and we intend for facilitated flights to resume beyond that. The Prime Minister is expected to announce more details later today with all Australians who return from India to quarantine at the Howard Springs facility near Darwin. They'll have to return two negative COVID tests before they're allowed to fly, set to take some months to bring them all home. Jodie. OK, Livia, thank you. There's COVID relief on the way for Perth and the Peel region. From tomorrow, masks will no longer be worn at work, but they're still mandatory at big events, on public transport and in city hospitals. A truck driver has been arrested, accused of fleeing the scene of a horror crash in Melbourne. Police say the 64-year-old was turning the heavy vehicle when he cut the intersection, mounted the footpath and took out a traffic light in Southbank. Five pedestrians were hit, two left with critical injuries. Officers found the driver 20 kilometres west of the city after another driver followed him in the wake of the crash. Chaos erupted outside court after former NRL superstar Jared Hayne learnt he'd, he'd spend at least three years and eight months in jail for rape. The victim was spat at during angry scenes after telling the court the attack left her wanting to die. Outside court, Jared Hayne's supporters used force after their friend demanded sex in the same way. Jared, are you prepared to go into custody? In 2018, he was suspected of attacking a woman inside her home in Newcastle and charged. My body remembers and my mind won't let me forget. The feeling of wanting to die was so strong. No matter who he was, no means no, she said, reading her statement in front of Hayne and his supporters in court, the judge listening on. He was fully aware the victim was not consenting and went ahead anyway. Hayne, too, spoke of his suffering, how he lost a lucrative contract with the Dragons once the allegations surfaced. You're innocent until proven guilty, and I was never afforded that. It took two trials and a fresh jury to convict him of sexual assault. His victim watched on as Hayne was told he would spend up to five years and nine months in jail. She should hold herself her head up high. Um, a very inspiring young woman. Once the pin-up boy of the NRL, Jared Haynes' mighty fall from football greatness is now complete. He must serve at least three years and eight months behind bars. His NFL numbers, now his prison time. Edwina Bartholomew, 7 News.
Beijing has fired another warning shot in the growing diplomatic standoff with Australia by cutting off all contact between the two governments. The move is in retaliation to new federal powers, but it's now putting increasing strain on one of our most lucrative exports. Signed in Australia in 2014. Australia-China Strategic Economic Dialogue. And sealed with a ceremonial handshake. The agreement ceremonially ripped up by China. Look, I think it's largely a symbolic action, to be honest. Largely symbolic because the meetings of high-level government officials haven't happened since 2017 anyway. But still the latest in a tit-for-tat diplomatic stoush. This retaliation for the federal government's shredding of China's Belt and Road deal with Victoria, accusing Australia of acting out of a Cold War mindset and ideological discrimination. Scott Morrison treading carefully. I'm not one to, you know, um, speak at length on these things because I don't wish to add to any uncertainty. The great paradox in all of this, while China's been slapping on those trade bans, it's also been almost single-handedly keeping Australia's economy afloat, buying record amounts of our iron ore at record high prices. Budgeted at 55 US dollars a tonne, the iron ore price has skyrocketed to 190, adding between 20 and 50 billion dollars to the budget bottom line through additional taxes on those sales. Iron ore um, is the modern day sheep. And while Australia was said to ride on the sheep's back in the 1950s wool boom, it now rides on the back of iron ore thanks to China. Mark Riley, Seven News. Daniel Andrews is on track to return to Victoria's top job next month. His deputy says the Premier is doing well. He's walking uh, at a much greater level. Uh, his doctors are happy with his progress. Um, he's up and about. Premier Andrews has been off work since breaking his back on a slippery stair in early March. Police have revealed the frightening and filthy location where former Australian cricketer Stuart McGill was held and terrorised. He was abducted last month, police allege, by a criminal group out to get money from the one-time star spinner. On the outskirts of Sydney, these are the grim surroundings where Stuart McGill was held captive at gunpoint. The former Australian cricketer was driven to this two-hectare property at Brinjelli on April 14, 60 kilometres from where he was bundled into a car near his home in Cremorne. He was bashed. Police say the aim was for him to be extorted for money. The tenant only moved out on Monday after eight years here. Residents learning of the horror crime after police swarmed the property after four men were arrested. Uh, scary. Just seen police in uh, overalls with cameras. Did you know why they were there? No. 50-year-old McGill spent six days hiding in a hotel room after he was released, fearing for his life. Two of his alleged captors, brothers Richard and Frederick Schaff, are allegedly associates of the Comentero bikey gang. A third accused kidnapper, Marino Sertopoulos, the brother of McGill's girlfriend. They're still in a relationship. I was not involved in this situation in any way. Detectives are looking at the possibility Stuart McGill was innocently caught in the middle of a $2 million drug deal which had gone south. They're also looking into business dealings at his Greek restaurant near his home. Investigators aren't ruling out further arrests. Natasha Squarey, 7 News. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Tears were flowing in Parliament as South Australia took its biggest step towards legalising assisted dying. It was the 17th time in 25 years the bill has come this far, but yesterday was the first time it was passed. It will now go to the state's lower house for further debate. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is up, the Nasdaq is down. In London, the FTSE traded up and Germany's DAX rose. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng also rose. The All Lords fell, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,814 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 68 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 77.43 US cents, 84.62 Japanese yen and $1.07 New Zealand. Foreign Minister Maurice Payne has spoken of Australia's souring relationship with China at the G7 summit in London. It comes after Beijing cut off all contact between the two governments. The suspension of the dialogue is, is disappointing uh, and uh, it has been uh, a valuable tool for ministers to engage, particularly in that treasury and, uh, and finance space. The G7 summit wraps up this weekend. French fishermen have left the island of Jersey in the English Channel after dramatic post-Brexit protests. The tensions ended after crisis talks with the British government over fishing rights in the isle. Sixty boats were involved as France threatened to cut off electricity. Two British naval vessels are now monitoring the channel. A historic church in Michigan has been gutted by fire. Flames ripped through the 50-year-old building, cracking bricks and leaving behind a scorched foundation. Authorities are still investigating the cause. They say repairs are unlikely. A missing woman has been found alive after living in a tent for five months in a canyon in Utah in the US. The 47-year-old abandoned her camping equipment in November and survived through winter by foraging for moss and grass. Officials say the woman was weak but is expected to make a full recovery. Prince Harry and Meghan are celebrating their son Archie's second birthday in the US. Let's go live now to Tim Lester in Los Angeles. Good morning, Tim. Archie's parents are using his special day to raise vaccine awareness. Uh, morning, Jody. Yes, most two-year-olds only get the birthday party. Archie is spearheading a donations drive. The argument on the Archiewell website, the website for the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, is that most people uh, among the billion or so around the world who've received vaccinations, about 80% of them are in wealthier countries. They want to drive donations to less wealthy countries for vaccines and have suggested people donate $5 for Archie's second birthday uh, today in honour of getting more vaccines. Of course, their participation in the Vax Live concert uh, we will see in a couple of days. As well, the White House has announced today that it backs relaxing patent restrictions on the major uh, vaccine providers, Pfizer and others, to help the third world uh, in developing their own vaccines. So all of that lies ahead. Um, but Archie celebrating his second birthday today and as received warm wishes from the palace and others in London.
Okay, Tim and Lester in the US, thank you. In sport, the Storm have stunned the South Sydney Rabbitohs in a record-breaking 50-nil win. Josh Adokar making history of his own, becoming the first man to bag six tries since 1950. A fin, a pass, Josh Adokar dives in! We need confirmation! The speedster is now set to overtake Roosters veteran Brett Morris at the top of the try-scoring leaderboard. The NRL have praised Roosters players and personnel for acting swiftly, getting tested and minimising staff at their Moore Park headquarters. We've confirmed with all the players that none of them have been exposed to any of the uh, areas that have been listed um, and they've been tested as an additional precaution. The NRL is confident they won't have any issues for the games this weekend. Swans and Giants players have all returned negative COVID-19 results, allowing the Swans to fly to Melbourne as planned. However, three of their assistant coaches will be left behind after they attended a cafe close to the Swans' headquarters, which is now a declared hotspot. The Giants' clash against Essendon has been pushed back to 2.10pm, bringing the Gold Coast St Kilda clash forward to 1.45. Tim Zhu's next boxing assignment is an all-Aussie grudge match with Michael Zarafa. The barbs were flying thick and fast at Sydney's fight announcement. When I was fighting world-class opponents, he was drinking warm milk before bed, so it doesn't matter to me, you know what I mean? Like I said, if your name is Tim Smith, no-one would care, mate, trust me. Well, I'm Tim Zhu. He's always been like that. He's got a big mouth. He likes to talk it up. Nothing out of the ordinary. The pair were lock horns in Newcastle on July 7. Ryan Callanan is the only Aussie male through to the quarterfinals of the Margaret River Pro after defeating Portugal's Frederico Moraes in clean six-foot surf. Callanan will now take on South African Geordie Smith, who took down Aussie Julian Wilson. In the women's, WA's Bronte McCauley and Stephanie Gilmore both progressed to the semis. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a coastal trough and low are generating gusty winds, rain and large surf in eastern New South Wales and showers in southeast Queensland and eastern Victoria. Troughs over parts of WA and South Australia are triggering showers and storms, mostly clear elsewhere under high pressure and dry winds. Around the capitals today, mostly sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 26 degrees. Showers for Sydney, 22 the top. Canberra clearing showers, a top of 20 degrees. Fog, then sunny for Melbourne, 22. Hobart, mostly sunny and 21 today. Mostly sunny in Adelaide, heading for 22. Mostly sunny also in Perth, also a top of 22. And Darwin, sunny and 33 degrees today. And that's 7 Early News for this Friday, the 7th of May, 2021.